So here we are again in the Brownswood basement. Um, still here, actually. It was up for sale, and uh, the sale—I thought I'd sold the place, but they pulled out. Oh, I had no idea it was up for sale. Yeah, it was up for sale, and in the summer, and then um, records and all. No. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then I, what I've done actually, I've actually cleared the garden because the garden had overgrown, outgrown, and. And now it's twice the size, so I've got a feeling that I might have to put the money up, put it up, put the Why price. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to leave here anyway. This is... I don't want to leave here. I don't even know why I put it up, really. Um, but in a way, I want to put it all into the same place. I want everything. I don't want to have to come here. I oh, wanna, cheers. <laughs> no, I want to come here, but I want to be able to stay here at night okay. rather, rather than use it as a... I mean, this is where the records live. Yeah, yeah. As you know. Do you not have any records at home? No. Apart really? From, no, I don't. I don't even have a record player. No home. record player? No. So, okay, you don't listen to music at home? I do listen to music. I listen to the radio and I listen to the odd CD. I've got a, I've got a CD player in the kitchen. Okay. And a digital digital radio. radio. Okay. Yeah. Is it far from here in case you want to get a record? And Yeah, it's not far. It's, okay, that's, that's good. Yeah, it's that's good. Close enough to grab if you kind of wake up in the middle of the night and you desperately want to hear a Strata or whatever. Yeah, but I, yeah, I have to come here and do that. But um, I think it's... it's. Um... But anyway, exactly. For that reason, I want to put it all in the same place after all these years. Um, so last week was amazing um, with the typewriter. You've got a lot to live up to this week, Joel, on the Joel's joint. Um and I think we should play the one that you sort of hinted at a while ago when you talked about Steve Steve Winwood. Yeah. Um, not Steve Miller. Why do I always get the two confused? Um, they probably were around at a similar time, making similar kind of stuff, even though they're from different coasts. Um, there's great Steve, Steve Miller stuff. Maybe we can feature him in the future. But yeah, this is a shocking record. Is it? Tell me about Steve Winwood and, and where he comes from and, and his, his heritage. Uh, well, I'm assuming that he probably came out of the whole... Thanks for that. Putting me on the spot again. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, no, you know, I'm assuming that he kind of came from the kind of R&B, you know, background. Um, and, you know, was obviously part of Spencer Davis, etc. And then kind of went solo, really. I was fortunate enough to see him play. I played at um, Eric Clapton's 60th birthday which was really funny. I'm sure I told you a while ago. It was just it was just to, you know, be, be playing records and see Peter Kay and Phil Collins and Roger Waters and all these people milling around, all kind of like tapping their feet to, to music and eating amazing food. You know, they had like the whole Neil's Yard cheese shop down there and everything, you know, and lobster. And Eric played for nearly three hours and Steve Winwood was on keyboards and his blues band and stuff. It was incredible. I mean, I'm not such a massive blues fan and it did go on, but just to see them all kind of, you know, working it. A great era of British music, isn't it? That period when a lot of these musicians would come out of these blues bands and sort of yeah. prog bands. Yeah. 
and uh, and they developed people like Clapton with Cream and, and mm. Ginger Baker coming yeah. out of that. Yeah, amazing. Mad time. Yeah, yeah. So um, they all went off and did their own solo records. Yeah, and they're all good writers as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think the the uh, period of of Winwood that we're going to play the, the tracks from 1977 from a, a quite a rare 12 inch. Um, the A side is called Time Is Running Out, and this is the B side called Penultimate Zone. But it's twelve inch. It's, it's a twelve inch, yeah, on Island Records. Right. But obviously, it has that Island. It, it, it was that interesting, probably one of the most interesting periods for Island Records since the sixties, which was when they were kind of experimenting with, I suppose, different types of production and dub. And you had this melting pot of different musicians, which I'll, I'll come to in a minute. And there were other great artists like John Martin, who were definitely experimenting with with dub ideas and you had Grace Jones on the other angle and you had uh, Sly and Rob, all those, all of those artists, you know, and, um, uh, you know, and then you had people like Tom Tom Club, etc. But yeah, it, it's that, it's the beginning of that period of Ireland. Um, and obviously they were being exposed to, I suppose, um, you know, to, to, to the greatest period of reggae and, um, you know, uh, disco as well and experimenting really. So this is, the result of that, I, I suppose, it, it's really, it's criminally, the, the only problem with the record is it's far too short. Um, it doesn't need a re-edit, I would say, but it it definitely, you know, I'm sure that there are master tapes out there and, you know, if anyone from Island Records is listening or, let, you know, allow me to go, you know, I'm sure that the tapes are running on, you can hear, hear on the fade out at the end, so it just, that they really start to kind of, you know, open up and, and kind of go for it. But um, it's a fascinating record, yeah. So, twelve inch was on an album as well. Uh, the A the A side track was was on an album, which is called Time Is Running Out, but the B side wasn't. Wow. Yeah, so it's kind of like the dub version. Okay, and what was the year? Nineteen seventy seven. So, I think was that the very beginning. It was of the, the first solo Steve Winwood album. Uh, one of uh, the first twelve inches. Because were they doing twelves then, or was it before? Yeah, um, well, it was kind of like the early period. Yeah, I mm. mean, there there were. Um, people talk about American, you know, the first 12-inch being, you know, double exposure, 10%, which was the first American uh, commercial record. Which when was, was that, 76? No, 1970, uh, I think it was 75, uh, 76, yeah. Mm. But the first promo-only 12-inch, there were quite a few of those, and they came out in 75. There were also, which many people don't talk about, there were quite a few promo discs that came out in the UK, um, like, you know, Candy Staten, um Young Hearts Run Free, and even things like Carly Simon, You're So Vain came out on very rare and, and sought after um, de- demo 12 inches. Uh, normally made the, the uh, major labels kind of release them, and they're, and they're really hard to find. This was kind of, you know, this is 77, so there was a series of them. There's a John, great John Martin one from the same period called Big Muff. Um, nothing sexual, it was about the producer. <laughs> And uh, Muff Winwood, actually, yeah, um, it was his uh, wow. St- Stevie Winwood's brother. And oh, think, is that his brother? Yeah, who went on to be a big A and R guy? Exactly at yeah. CBS. Yeah, right. Oh, so you, you know, go. and there's an Alan Toussaint one, and yeah, there's a whole, there's a little series of these Island Twelves, um, and the lineup's really interesting too. Um, I mean, it's actually produced by Chris Blackwell and Winwood himself. Uh, so you got Winwood on synth, and it really does sound like. He's he's listened to atmosphere dancing in outer space, 
all the other way around actually because I'm sure this, this came up before Dancing in Outer Space um, Fascinating Yeah uh, you've got Jim Capaldi I mean there's a, there's a big traffic connection you've got Jim Capaldi on percussion um, you know uh, you've, you've also got Willie Weeks on guitar who played with Donny Hathaway so you've got there's a big like soul connection too and jazz uh, the uh, percussionist um, uh, Rebop um, Kwaku Bar was in traffic and then he joined Can, you know, the kind of Krautrock supergroup. Uh, you've got Junior Marvin on guitar, who was in the Whalers, and you've got Andy Newark on drums, who was the drummer in Sly and the Family Stone. So you've got a crazy kind of, you know, you've got monsters in the studio, all kind of in this incredible kind of band, um, you know, for the first time. And they're just throwing down. They, they really are. And, it, and it's very, very exciting. Um, and it really works. Wow, well, let's play it, let's listen to it, let's check it out. And Joel, thanks a lot for another Joel's joint. Thanks, Giles. Thank you. 